0: The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 6, How to Care for Others When You Don't Want To.
1: Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof copy as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner.
0: Well, hello, everyone. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. As always, I'm thrilled. Have you tuning in to the podcast today? I want to talk to you about the sensitive subject, if you will, of caring for others when you just don't feel like it, when you just don't want to care for others. How do you do that as a leader? And oftentimes, I'm asked this question because I teach that you need to care about your team members, you need to care about their uh, well being, you need to care about their success, and so forth. And that needs to be your primary concern as a leader is your people. And their success, and they'll make you successful. In last week's episode, I talked about that very subject and shared that with you that that's how you can guarantee your success as a leader if your primary focus is on your people and their own success. And uh, that is oftentimes when I teach that, that's oftentimes followed with the question, uh, you know, regarding, well, how do I care for people when? I don't necessarily like them or, uh, you know, I just don't feel like it emotionally. I'm not there at a place where I can feel like I care about people or, or, or that type of thing. So I want to address that question today. Uh, but before I do, let me do, uh, share with you a few housekeeping items that I want to share with you. Be sure, first and foremost, be sure that you subscribe to the podcast. You can head over to rookieleaders.com and subscribe to the podcast in a number of different uh, podcast directories, you can find this podcast. So subscribe to the podcast in your directory of choice. And I hope that while you're there, you will rate and review the podcast as well. One, the reviews give me feedback on how well you're enjoying and feel value in the content. And then certainly the ratings and reviews, they also help with, uh, you know, the algorithms, the search algorithms on the direct- various directories and so forth. so that when someone goes and and searches for leadership, for instance, then uh, the the search algorithms will serve up the Rookie Leaders podcast. So greatly appreciate you rating and reviewing the podcast. And and uh, since uh, I have one, let me share with you a review that was uh, given of the podcast by Stephen. Stephen Faust is a very very good friend, a membership or I'm sorry, mastermind uh, member with me as well. And then he and I also co host uh, a podcast that I just love doing every single week, the Leaderpreneur Show. So I'd encourage you to check that out, leaderpreneurshow.com. But Stephen uh, listens to the Rookie Leaders podcast on a regular basis as well, and uh, he rated and reviewed the podcast. So let me quickly give a shout-out to Stephen and say thank you so much for that rating and review. And just to read uh, Stephen's comments that I greatly appreciate. Michael's deep leadership experience and unique ability to simplify concepts and explain or in examples – Will accelerate the effectiveness of all new leaders or those looking to deepen their core knowledge base. I highly recommend the Rookie Leaders podcast for anyone looking to better understand leadership, uh, leadership fundamentals, and grow their personal and professional influence of others. Thank you so much, Stephen. I greatly appreciate those words of encouragement uh, regarding the content here at Rookie Leaders. And again, highly encourage you guys to rate and review the podcast. And who knows, uh, leave a a review, much like Stephen did, and I just might read that in a future episode. Now, let's get on to uh, today's topic, how to care for others when you just don't want to, or you don't feel like it, or however you want to kind of finish that phrase. For whatever reason, emotionally, mentally, you feel like, I'm just not at a place where I can care for a member of my team, maybe. Uh, You know, if the situation is you don't care about anyone on your team, maybe we got different issues there, but maybe you've got an individual, one or two individuals that uh, you're just not in an emotional place where you feel like I care about that person. Well, first and foremost, let me clarify, you know, when I do leadership teaching, I talk about caring about your people and caring about their success. Let me make sure you understand what I mean by that. Because I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, you're going to be best buddies with your team members or, you you know, you're not going to be drinking buddies with your team members. You're not, you, your two families are not necessarily going to go on vacation together and things like that. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, this is very much a working relationship. This is a professional relationship. Okay. And so don't get too caught up when I say you got to care about your people, you got to care about their success Don't get caught up too much in the feelings or emotions of attraction. If you will, uh, you don't necessarily need to feel like every single team member is your best friend. Again, that's not the care of your friends that I'm going after here. And and, you know, I, I know a lot of people as I teach this relationship based relationship building and caring for your team members and their success type of leadership. A lot of people feel like it's, uh, it's a weak or a, a meek leadership, or or it's not a member a, a leadership that is authoritative or or demanding or aggressive in terms of accomplishing great goals or anything like that. But nothing could be more from the truth, uh, farther from the truth. In fact, I would submit to you that this type of relationship based leadership, this this caring for your team members and caring for their success, that requires more courage than the typical authoritative, dictatorial, position-based, and I struggle to even call it leadership because I don't even view those things as leadership management, if you will. Position-based management or authority-based management, I would just submit to you that there's more courage required in relationship-type leadership than there is in some type of authority-based management. And so don't view it as some type of weak or, you know, ineffective leadership because it's not at all, right? You're still a very, very strong, uh, courageous leader when you lead with relationship and you lead from a standpoint of, I care about my people and I care about their success. But again, let's come back to that scenario. Now, given that context of what if you have a team member or two or a few that, Personality conflicts, maybe whatever it might be, there's just something between the two of you that you find it difficult to to say yes. I care about that person. I care about their well being, and I care about their success. What do you need to do as the leader when you find yourself in that case? And so I, I've got a few points that I want to make with you to make sure that you can utilize these points to in a in a very um, uh, in a very sincere uh, way an authentic way to express care for that particular team member. So first and foremost, and this is not at all intuitive, but if you want to care about others, the first thing you got to do is care about yourself. Self-care is crucial. Now, self-care is 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 vital for leaders in a lot of different ways. I mean, in order for you to give to your team, the best possible version of yourself, the best possible leader you can be in order for you to do that, you have to first take care of yourself. So that means you have to get enough rest. You have to get enough sleep. You need enough, you know, margin in your life that you can have a life outside of work. If you are, you know, if you're a workaholic, if you will, if you are uh, not enjoying time with your family, if you're not enjoying time away from the activity of work or the away from the activity of leader leadership, right? If you're burning yourself out, then there's no way that you're giving your team the best version of yourself. Um, When, when that's the case, you're not emotionally or mentally the best version of yourself. And I assure you, especially in this situation where you have a team member that, that you find it difficult to care for that person and and care about their well-being and care about their success if you're not mentally and emotionally on top of your game it's going to be very very difficult for you to do that so first and foremost you got to care for yourself eat right exercise get enough rest get enough leisure time relaxation time that type of thing you got to care for yourself so that you are the best possible version of yourself okay so that's number one number two Let me just explain this notion of feelings follow actions. So first, again, I I don't want to tie too closely this this idea of you care about your people, their well-being, and their success to emotions and feelings. Because, again, I'm not after you being best friends with your coworkers, okay? There's still a leadership relationship here. There's still a professional relationship here. So when I talk about feelings here, I'm not talking about trying to establish that best friend relationship. But you got to recognize that feelings typically follow action. Rarely does action follow feelings. And here's what I mean by that. I get it. I understand. You may not feel like going the extra mile for that team member, right? Maybe you need to do some extra coaching or you need to be extra patient or, right? You need to do something, if you will, in an effort to go the extra mile. And because of the relationship that you're or the dynamics of the relationship you have with that team member, you don't want to do that. You don't want to go the extra mile. You don't you don't want to do that extra thing, whatever it is. But you gotta recognize that your feelings of care for that person will only follow the action of doing it. Those two are not in reverse. You don't tend to be extra patient with someone because you first felt like being extra patient with them. No, you first just take the action you be extra patient with them or you apply extra coaching to them or something like that right you're you're going the extra mile you you take the action and then what you'll notice is that the feeling then follows that right so again if you're going to be extra patient with someone as as you're doing that as you're showing patience with them and or as you're you know spending more time with them for the purpose of coaching then you'll start to recognize Okay, yeah. I'm I'm seeing these uh the these feelings if you will of yeah, this, I I want this guy to succeed. I want this person to succeed. And you'll start to have those thoughts and those feelings, but they'll only proceed they'll only come after the action. So just recognize that those those feelings or those thoughts of care for the well-being of your team members and their success, oftentimes those only come to you after you've taken the, the action necessary to show your team, that particular team member, how much you care. And then step number three that I would share here with you is just to be curious, right? Make sure that you're leading with a, with a spirit of curiosity. Now this spirit of curiosity can have two forms. One, it's a curiosity about what is that team member doing? What is you know what? Is, give me some details about the, the the details of your job, what you actually do. Give me some details about how I can help you succeed. What does success even look like for you, right? And so the first aspect of curiosity here is you just want to know more about what that team member is doing, more about what are that team member's contributions to the success of the team, or the fulfillment of the project or the goal or whatever it might be, right? You want to know what is it that that team member is contributing to the success of the team, achievement of the goal, whatever it might be, right? And so you're going to approach that team member with a curiosity, a spirit of curiosity. Tell me more about what it is you do. Tell me more about how you do it and so forth, right? The second aspect of curiosity is tell me more about you. Tell me more about you specifically. You know, what are what do you enjoy doing? What are some of your hobbies? Um, tell me a little bit about your family and so forth. Now, anytime I start to talk uh, or and teach leaders about get to know your your people and and get to know them personally and things like that, then again, leaders tend to get a little um, a little cautious about this because you know they start to think uh, along the lines of. Well, I can't ask them questions that are too personal to them. And and I'm not asking you to do that. That's not what I'm saying. Anytime I'm teaching this, I will always say to the leaders, allow your people to draw the boundary lines. Okay. Allow your people to draw the boundary lines, but wherever they're willing to draw the boundary lines, you be willing as a leader to go there. And so as we're talking about being curious, right. And I'm talking about being curious about your, your team member personally right you want to be curious about them then you want to allow your curiosity and your line of questioning to go as far as they're willing to go now again you're not putting them on the spot tell me you know all of your uh, give me all the the dirty secrets about your family no we're not that's not what we're tell tell me a little bit about your family right and then as they're willing to tell you a little bit about their family yeah i've got a daughter uh in college oh really where she goes school well she goes to the university of south carolina oh that's neat what does she study right and you're just kind of letting them uh lead you and and they'll draw the boundary somewhere but you as the leader be willing to allow your curiosity to go as far as they want to take it right and so when you do that you'll have some team members that they want to keep that boundary at a very work relationship type you know a shallow boundary if you will it it just about worked and that's okay, but you still want to be, have a spirit and, and an attitude of curiosity about that person. You want to get to know that person. You'll have other team members that they're willing to tell you, you know, all sorts of details about their family, uh, uh, medical history, who knows what they'll, they're willing to tell you about it. Um, but again, you want your curiosity level to go to whatever extent they're willing to go. So be curious. Be curious about this team member personally and be curious about this team member as it relates to what do they actually do on a daily, daily basis? What is their contribution to the rest of the team and to, uh, you know, the achievement of the goal, as you know, those details, both personally about that individual and also what is their team contribution as you begin to know and understand those details, then you're just going to kind of naturally It's going to be, it's going to become easier for you to naturally care about that person, care about their will be being and care about their individual success. Right. If you know more about them. So be curious, ask questions. And then lastly, what I would say here is just keep it simple. Right. Just keep it simple. Uh, You know, I'm not asking you to uh, do anything crazy here about uh, trying to. To care about your people, I'm not telling you you got to take them to dinner once a week, or you, I'm I'm not again, I, I'm not after this relationship where your two families are going on vacation together or anything like that. I'm not after that. Uh, I'm just at you know about you being really, really. Your main desire is to care about the well-being of your people and their success. So keep that really simple. You don't have to, uh, you know. Do a, a lot to convince people that you care about them other than just be be curious about them, be, uh, be willing to get in the trenches with them, remove roadblocks and that kind of thing, right? Keep it simple. Ask yourself, I, I shared this a couple of episodes back, the golden rule, treat others the way you would want to be treated. And as it relates to keeping it simple, just ask yourself, how would you want to be treated in this situation? How would you want to be treated when your leader thinks to themselves, I don't have a relationship with Michael such that I care about his success. How would you want your leader to behave if that were the case? I believe you would want your leader to, you know, take action anyway. I believe you would want your leader to help you remove blocks, roadblocks anyway. Help you overcome challenges anyway, even though they don't feel like it. You would want your leader to do that, and I believe that you would want your leader to be curious about what are your contributions to the team and to the project and to the product and to the goals we're trying to achieve. I believe you would want your your leader to be um, aware of and recognize the contributions that you make. I believe that you want, would want your leader to be curious about you and and what's important to you and and about your you know, your family and some details, some level of details about you personally. And so when you ask yourself, well, how would I want my leader to behave? How would I want to be treated if I were in a situation where I don't have a relationship deep enough with my leader that they care about my success? You would certainly expect and want and desire your leader to help you succeed anyway. And so just keep it that simple. Right as you struggle with uh, maybe a relationship or a d- dynamic in a relationship with one or mo- multiple of your team members, and you really kind of question yourself, I, I'm really not feeling it right now. I really, you know, maybe maybe it's a situation where you're just upset for the moment, or maybe it's a situation where there's just a dynamic in the relationship where you really struggle with this idea of caring about that person's well-being and their success. Well, just ask yourself. As the leader, how would you want to be treated in that situation? And I assure you, you would want your leader to overcome those, you know, those those feelings or the, those lack of feelings, that lack of caring, if you will, and take the action necessary to get to know you better, get to know your contribution, and help them remove their roadblocks. And you would want the best possible version of your leader that's possible. So you'd want a leader that's taking care of themselves so that they can be the best possible leader for your team. Those are the things you would want. So just keep it simple. Keep it that simple. Apply the golden rule. Treat others the way you would want to be treated in that situation. And listen, here's the thing: don't beat your up. Don't beat yourself up. There's always going to be either situations or again, you know, uh, personalities or dynamics within a relationship that that kind of make it hard to naturally care about someone naturally care about their well-being, and naturally care about their success. There's no shame in that. We're all different. Every single one of us is different in one way or another, and sometimes those differences make this caring for one another unnatural. But we still can do it. We still can take the action necessary, and then, lo and behold, the feelings will then follow. So take the action no matter what. Keep it simple. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. So let me, I'll run through those really quickly again for you. Self-care, take care of yourself first, recognize that the feelings follow the action. So take the action necessary. uh, And then your, your, you know, your feelings will follow that. Be curious about that particular team member, both personally and also what are they doing? You know, what is their contribution to the team and project goals, that kind of thing. And then just keep it simple. Just apply the golden rule, treat those individuals the way you would want to be treated. If you'll do those things, you'll find yourself being able to care for that person, that person's well-being, and the success of that person. And when you apply that to each and every member of your team, guess what? Like I said, last week, you're guaranteed to be a successful leader if you do that. So I certainly hope that's helped you. And and I can assure you, if you'll apply those simple steps, you will find that you can care for your team members and, uh, you will, um, you know, care about their will being, you will do everything you can to ensure their success. And when they're successful, you'll be successful. So apply those simple rules in those cases, hopefully rare cases where you feel like you are just not up to caring for your team members and you'll be successful in it. Guaranteed leadership success. Hey, thanks so much again for tuning in. Uh, I highly encourage you to head over to rookieleaders.com where you can find the show notes for today's episode. You can also head over to credibleleaders.com where you'll find lots of other great leadership content as well. And as I said earlier, I highly recommend you check us out at leaderpreneurshow.com as well, where you can listen into the podcast that both Stephen Faust and I, we co-host that. And again, rookieleaders.com, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review the podcast. I see that. I'm likely to read your review in a future episode. Hey, thanks so much again for tuning in. Definitely call to action. Apply these principles, especially to those relationships you struggle with, and they will prove to be very, very beneficial with you. That's your call to action today. Until we share again with you in the next episode, be blessed and lead well.
1: of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended. But never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.